Say cheese. Smile, please. Click, click. Gotcha. Photography is an art of observation. It has little to do with the things you see and everything to do with the way you see them. As once quoted by the great Eliot Erbit. In this episode, we are going to talk through everything about photography, social media and its corollary on your body image. We also converse about a woman's personal journey of body transformation and how she ended up helping female entrepreneurs with photography. Hey guys, my today's guest is Diana Seymour. She's a body positive coach. She's on a mission to help female entrepreneurs boost their body image and take their own personal brand photos. She believes that showing up for your audience consistently and authentically is what creates community in this weird world of online marketing. And when she's not fighting to dismantle diet culture, she's hanging with her fam or sneaking in some reality TV. She lives in Virginia. She's a wife, mom, boss lady artist and an educator she's launching her own new podcast show it's called the imperfect party podcast and diana the name is perfectly perfect <laughs> thank you thank you so much for coming on to my show a very warm welcome to you and how are you doing today i'm doing great uh, so my first uh, question to you is diana how do you augment the body image of the female entrepreneurs and what techniques or tools do you adopt i know that you use a magic of photography and is a part of it can you please throw some more light on this well to be honest i feel like i'm a little different because i feel like women are always like okay make me look beautiful like you're going to take my picture like i've started went to school for photography i've been a photographer and now i'm teaching people just to feel more confident in front of the camera um and and photo tips and stuff like that but um everybody's always like okay make me look good make me look good and it just makes me so sad because I'm like girl you already look good like I don't want to have to teach people how to manipulate their photos to look good or even like some people want to know like okay how do I pose because this is wrong like my hips are too wide how should I stand my chin is too big how should I put my face like all this stuff and I and I don't you know, nobody wants to look quote unquote bad in their pictures. They want to feel good about it. But I feel like people coming to me with questions like that means that they're not going to like their picture usually no matter what. Like if you're already Mm. approaching it as like, I have a bunch of flaws, how can I look different in my photos? Mm -hmm. There's like, you know, mindset work that needs to be done before we even talk about (laughs) and liking it. Um, So that's kind of interesting. And it's, it's kind of a tough sell because I think people want to be like, can you just teach me how to Photoshop it and look different? And I'm sort of like, no, because it's like not really you. And I feel like Mm -hmm. the whole thing of being authentic with your audience and and getting that confidence, especially as a business owner, you have to put yourself out there. You have to feel confident in what you're offering and what you're saying and your messaging and asking for money. Like it's a lot of confidence you need to have. And I feel like if you don't feel confident with your body, image, it can kind of seep into other areas as well. So it's just, there's like a whole lot going on deeper than the surface, you know? So although I can still help people with some tricks to kind of feel more confident or feel like at least they know what they're doing in a picture. Because sometimes you're like, I don't even know where to put my hands. Like it's not about (laughs) even looking great or skinny like a supermodel, but just not feeling like a big old weirdo in your picture, (laughs) like feeling more comfortable. That I can help people with. But I really shy away from doing like a lot of Photoshop and manipulating. So yeah. 
And uh, what's your personal journey of body transformation uh, and confidence building? Uh, <laughs> the How long do you have? <laughs> <laughs> well, back in 1987. No, just kidding. <laughs> I mean, it's, I'm laughing about it, but I, I mean, I started my first diet in third grade. So, I mean, I guess probably not 1987, 1989. So it's something I've struggled with my whole life, you know, and, and my mom and I have talked about it since, but she's, essentially apologized to me and been like, I'm so sorry that I modeled that behavior for you. Like she was always on whatever new diet. She was always not happy with herself in photographs. And it's just, I grew up thinking this is what women do. This is what I need to do. And even though my mom never put Mm me on a diet, Mm -hmm. and it sounds weird because I was in third grade, like what third grader wants to go on a diet, but I just wanted to be like my mom. Like I was like, okay, she's doing this thing. Like I'll do that thing. And I was aware even in third grade that Mm -hmm. some of my classmates were skinnier than me. You know, nobody was really actively like bullying me or anything like that. But I was just aware that some kids are bigger, some kids are smaller. And I knew that my mom was trying to make herself smaller. So I was like, yeah, I could do that too. You know, you were more conscious of your, Mm -hmm. and that's the thing, Diana, like everything starts from your family, just around you or, you know, even your friends, relatives, school, college. So that matters. Yeah. It's all just like a big collage together to kind of form who we are today. And so knowing that and having those talks with my mom uh, in 2015, I got pregnant with my first kid with my daughter. Mm-hmm. And I was on Weight Watchers while I was pregnant, trying to make sure I didn't gain too oh much God. weight while I was pregnant. And like just in the middle of that, somewhere during that pregnancy, I was like, what am I doing? Like I, this person is going to come out into the world mm-hmm. and this is what I'm going to model for her. Like this is not what I want for yeah, her. This exactly. is not yeah. what I want for me. Mm-hmm. And that is when I really got serious about um, trying to make peace with my body. Or I like, I mean, I use the word body positive because that's that's everybody's sort of goal. But I always talk about how it has to start with just like body neutral. Yeah, <laughs> like, like it's really hard to go from like, you know, three decades of kind of hating yourself and bullying yourself to just wake up and be like, oh, there was a new Dove commercial. Now it's cool to like be body positive. I'm going to do that. Like it's not really a, a switch like that. So um, when I was pregnant with Ruby, I really started trying to just mm-hmm. quiet those voices in my head and just try to not even... I wasn't really ready to love my body, but just stop hating it was like oh. goal number one. Just stop, stop being mean to myself. Yeah. She's a great reminder to have around. I've tried mm-hmm. before and kind of like you slip back into old habits of like how you're used to thinking, but now I literally have this little girl around me 24 <laughs> seven that I do <laughs> that I want to model good behavior for. So it's a really yeah. um, good reminder who's around me all the time to make sure that I'm, um, you know, make, being a good role model for her. Wow, that's awesome. And uh, Dana, when you said about uplifting confidence and all of that, so do you think like, you know, good photography necessarily mean uplifting the self-confidence? I think that it's almost like you have to uplift your confidence in order to be in a photograph. Like it, I think, and obviously I went to school for it and I've been doing photography for a long time. So in my head, I'm like Psh, teaching mm. you how to edit those and make them look pretty and teaching you how to get a picture and focus and 
have a good composition. That's super easy compared to working up the courage to get in front of the camera and then liking it enough to share it with the world on social yeah, media. Yeah, exactly. I see that like, you know, more and more body positive advocate, influencers, entrepreneurs, and just common people like me, you know, they're mm-hmm. utilizing the powerful medium of photography, especially in social media to show off their bodies, faces, and their true themselves. Uh, but there is also immense pressure to it, mm-hmm. you know, to stand out. And, you know, a few people I've seen, they're like badly obsessed with, you know, to look a certain way, to post a certain way. And Instagram becomes, I mean, I'm just giving an example of one uh, social media platform. They become so obsessive with that, you know, they use high-end tools like Photoshop or whatever to advance it in their pictures. Yeah. So what do you have to say about this, Dana? Well, I think it's really scary. Like, I have again, having a daughter, like, grow it, who's going to grow up in this weird social media yeah. age. Yeah. I mean, I've heard before that now there's people who literally want to get plastic surgery to look like Snapchat filters, like, to look, oh trying God. to, like, more, you know, because, yeah. you know, I mean, I've done it before. You put on a filter and you're like, ha, ha, it's funny. And then you take it off and you're like, whoa. <laughs> 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 you're like, All right. Well, that's because it's all smooth and you know everything's a little smaller and whatever it's totally fake and totally weird but I feel like it's just the more you see that that's why I tell my clients a lot to unfollow accounts that are super you know fake whatever you want to call it super photoshop Mm -hmm. whatever and follow just real people Mm -hmm. I always like what if if you can imagine for a second that tv doesn't exist movies don't exist magazines don't exist and the only people you've ever seen in your life are the people you know in real life exactly yeah what would you think like you'd just be like yeah I'm a person I'm a normal person I look fine we all look fine like everybody looks different like you wouldn't have this all these feelings of like I need to look this certain way Mm. because everybody looks different if you only saw the people you went to work with and you went to school with and you it seems like mostly we're comparing ourselves I find when people compare themselves and feel like they're not good enough Mm. they're usually comparing it to a person they don't even know in real life. I don't think we sit around and always compare ourselves to the people we know because they're real people. Like, and we yeah, know everything yeah. about them, their personalities, their flaws, their their awesomeness, their everything. And it just makes them more real. And I think that's also where the authenticity comes in with what I teach with marketing. Because when people feel really connected to you through your yeah, work. Yeah, I saw your uh, presets on your website and it was like amazing. And even the pictures on your uh, Instagram, it, it's so authentic. And that is what even, you know, like I crave for. And um, it's difficult, you know, with this kind of uh, competitive environment it's difficult to be authentic and I recently video shot my first Instagram reel and it was so freaking scary (laughs) (laughs) I haven't done one yet I haven't done one yet they seem like a lot of work to me it seems like a lot of work so I'm shy (laughs) (laughs) but I anyway wanted to do it I mean you know it's not very easy to put yourself out there and exposing yourself to the social media and stuff it's a task yeah yeah well it's hard because you're putting it you're trying something new and you're sharing it with everybody right away. It's very, very vulnerable thing mm-hmm. to do. Yeah. I um, told a friend a story about how when I was little, I first, up until kindergarten, we lived in California and everybody roller skated. So I was really good at roller skating. Oh, but right. then I moved to North Carolina 
mm-hmm. and everybody jump rope. And I never had a jump rope. Like, I don't know how to jump rope. And they would do the, like, crisscross. Crisscross, yeah. You know, do all these different tricks. And I went home and was like, I need a jump rope. Like, mm-hmm. I'm the only loser who doesn't even know how to do this. <laughs> and my mom said that I would just, like, come home from school and practice, practice, practice. Like, yeah, yeah. like okay, seriously, come inside for dinner. But I never practiced at school because mm-hmm. I wasn't going to show anybody that I, like, didn't know how to. I wasn't going to bust out that jump rope at school until I was, like, ready. And I knew I was going to nail it. Yeah. Social media and, you know, sharing your journeys, you have to show them. You have to show them how you yeah. can't rope and all your mess ups and everything while you're doing it. And for me, mm-hmm. that was one of the hardest things to get over. You know, it's just yeah. hard to make your first reel and not feel confident yet about making reels. But you can't learn how to make reels unless you make reels. So you, yeah. you have yeah. to force yourself to <laughs> yeah. show people your journey or else you can't grow. You're just hiding. Like you're not even in the realm. So very true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, what would you say about, I've seen so many before and after pictures, meaning I'm not talking about the photography or like, you know, the background colors or anything, but features, size, color, you know, I have seen extremely edited and now it's considerably becoming less, but they still do. Mm-hmm. And uh, so how can we change this? How can you build uh, your so that you can show your true self? Uh, Oof, I think oh, that's, a lot, that's hard work. That's harder than a real. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, well, again, I think if if you are following somebody or you're seeing stuff where somebody's posting things like that, you just click that unfollow button. Like you get to decide what's in your feed and what's in your little bubble and your world. So just try to not let that stuff in. And I think the algorithms are kind of scary because they sort of stalk what you like and don't like. But I feel like the more you click on the body positive people and the people who are inspiring you, mm. from what I understand it, then the more of that same stuff is what the algorithm is going to show you. So I feel like you have to shut out. Mm. You have to be like, nope, sorry, girl. Bye, Felicia. Mm. Like, we're not, <laughs> you're out. You know, I, that's the thing, Diana. Like, I myself have faced this. You know, I went to a professional photographer and, you know, I wanted few photographs of myself, solo photographs. I'm a plus size girl. And what he did was he used the tools to, you know, make me more slimmer, thinner. And, you know, my hands were tanned. So he changed the color of my hands oh. to look more fairer for me personally it was an insult yeah yeah no oh my gosh I feel like well unless you said please do this for me uh-huh. that is ins- I mean I'm like uh, my I'm shocked you know yeah. like, I like I did children's photography so there were grandmas involved I would have never like tried to take 10 years off a of grandma's face even though I probably could have unless there were definitely some grandmas who would come to me and say, like, yeah. Yeah. can you do something about these wrinkles which always broke my heart because I'm like you're the grandma it's cool and honestly being around those grandmas I was like holy crap I'm still gonna care about this like Mm -hmm. you have this beautiful kid this beautiful son-in-law these beautiful grandkids and like you're pulling me aside to be like oh I have some wrinkles can you take like oh my gosh Uh, no I was like shocked when I saw myself on the (laughs) phone like is this me (laughs) you're like hold up we got you got this mixed up no yeah well um, I just that's shocking to me that that he would do that. I mean, I guess because it's a man, that's not that shocking to me. But that's a whole other episode. But yeah. um, that's crazy. I mean, I just think the the whole before and after thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I just I get worked up to seeing people. Um, obviously, diet culture is a big thing. Like you read in my little bio that I'm yeah. fighting the diet. <laughs> Anytime I see it before and after, I'm like, oh man! Like I roll emoji. Here we go. Like this is not like I feel like they should be required to submit those 
five years previous before they're allowed to post it. And I also want to see a current one. Like you have to do it before uh, five years ago. And I'm going to see you. I want to see you now. Like, because it's probably not going to stay that way. But it's all just, I mean, I just, my advice is just get away from it because it's not real. And the point is too, like to what you're saying, Mm -hmm. when I'm saying, look at the people in your real life, that's real. It's in front of your eyes. It's real. Anything Mm -hmm. on the internet is questionable. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I mean, and it's so easy now too. And apps, you know, and like I said, Snapchat filters or Instagram filters, it's just so easy to, Mm -hmm. for people to manipulate Mm. their image and post it as if it's authentic and it's not and it's tricky and it's me you know it's just it's lying like essentially it's deceptive yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah. and um, you know i know photography is a very powerful medium especially for people having body image issues it's like an uplift of your confidence you feel better the feel good factor and everything but there are also few people like me the pics that others capture of me will never be right at one go <laughs> and i beg my sister to take like literally some 10,000 shots of me in all different angles possible before she gets that you know the one right but she does get pissed at a point that's a different story but she's also patient too considering how I feel about my body but sometimes I used to feel you know I don't look good or look okay for the pictures and I'm not good enough Uh, I I just avoid taking pics at all because of the way I feel so uh, what do you suggest for the people feeling these extremities and to avoid this and improve their self-confidence. Okay, so what I sort of recommend is kind of like exposure therapy because I think people get super stressed out about getting in front of the camera and then or they've had bad experiences or they think they don't look good in pictures, but they never really try because they've seen some bad ones and then they're just like, I'm not going to do that anymore. So what I say, and especially for people who are maybe other entrepreneurs who need, you know, need to have stuff to put on Instagram or put on wherever, Mm -hmm. I have like a little download of 10 different creative ways to show up in pictures without having to feel like 100% vulnerable. So maybe you start with just like cute pictures of your shoes. And so you can still tell the stories to the people. So you can start telling your authentic stories with visuals to match. Because I feel like people who are scared to get in front of the camera just hide behind stock photography. And it's Mm. just a lot easier to type something into Canva or to wherever and just grab a picture off the internet to tell your story. But there's still like a disconnect between mm-hmm. your viewers, you know, and they're like, well, I've seen this picture on a different, you know, or Platform, it's just like, yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. like, eh, this doesn't feel a hundred percent. But if you're so scared to put your whole body in there, like maybe your eyes are something that you really like. Cause I think most people hopefully can find something mm-hmm. they like, you know, or like I, if they always do their fingernails, like how can we like take a picture of you drinking your coffee and maybe you're scared of your double chin. So you're a little bit peeking mm-hmm. out from behind your coffee and you're showcasing your sweet nails. Like ways to think creatively to just start doing Mm. that and then getting the feedback and telling your stories and feeling like, okay, Mm. okay, I can do this. So that's kind of what I call it like exposure therapy where you have to do it a little bit um, because it's really hard, like I said, to go straight from hating your body to loving your body. I think it's really hard to go straight from stock photography to like now I'm holding a bouquet of balloons and jumping in the street. Like People (laughs) aren't ready for that yet. So we have to try to, yeah. yeah, like meet them where they are and help them do it. And I think, you know, being a photographer and art teacher, I think I have really kind of fun, creative,
creative ideas for how to work that in. And you can work in props so you can that can help tell your story and tell your viewers more about you. But still, they can see your eyes or they can see your shoes and be like, oh, my gosh, I have those same bands or whatever. Um, And that is where you come in to help people, especially the female entrepreneurs. right? Yes, exactly. So, yeah, because it's still it has to be them. And it has to be I don't I don't even teach my people how to use Photoshop like we use Lightroom, just some presets. Like if you take a picture in your house and it's dark, I can show you how to bump up the brightness. But we're not teaching anybody how to smooth anything or shrink anything. Beauty mode. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's funny because there has been a time before where I'm like... I do have that big pimple on my nose. Am I allowed to take it off? And then I'm like, well, it's not really a part of me. Like, it's not always that. That's not really a thing. Like, maybe should I take it off or not? You know, but I mean, people want to, you want to look good in your pictures. Like, yeah. there's definitely people that I follow on Instagram and I'm very inspired by them sort of being 100% authentic and letting it all hang out. I'm not quite there on my journey. I think it would be cool if I could be like, here's me and my stretch marks and my, you know, b- tummy from having babies um I'm not quite there yet so I feel like that's also why I can have the empathy and compassion to kind of meet my people where they are and that and that's okay if for now you're just going to peek out from behind the book you're reading like Mm. we can just work towards as much as you feel comfortable with you know and if you can engage your audience and connect with them without ever getting to a full body jumping picture then that's fine I just I just don't want you to completely like hide from the whole thing because I think then you start hiding from who you are and what your stories are and what your truth is and then you really can't connect to anybody because you're just using stock photography and just maybe downloading prompts for what to say on your story like you just start being like I don't even know I just know I need to post on Instagram and you're not really Mm -hmm. connecting it's not you yeah great Deanna thank you so much for giving your time and it was like amazingly fun conversation I had with you yeah thank you so much for having me Thank you so, so, so very much, guys, for tuning till the end of the episode. It really means the world to me that you invested few minutes out of your precious 24 hours into my episode. I would be even more grateful to you guys if you can go to my episode and please subscribe and leave a review out there. You can share the screenshot of your reviews or any kind of key takeaways of the episode. Please make sure that you tag me over Instagram or Facebook. Let's see how this episode can bring value to so many of your friends and others. I will give a shout out to you as well. Alright, that's it for now. I will look forward to have you in my next episode of Musified with Ashi. Let's rock and roll. Take care and ciao.